mini episode 1203 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1203. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of Better Call Saul Episode 5.5. Here's our top five notes of interest coming out of the last episode. Number five, there are real parallels to Mike's downward spiral and what happened to Jesse after he shot Gale. The self-recriminations of taking innocent blood actually ended up being a bond that neither knew that they shared, nor did we the audience. And just like how Gus pulled Jesse out of his funk by getting him more business-oriented, it looks like that's going to be on the horizon for Mike as well. Number four, no good deed goes unpunished for Howard. After learning at the end of season one that he's not the bad guy that he first appeared to be, merely the man obligated to keep Chuck's secret about being the guy who spiked his brother's dreams, he's had a basically good relationship with Jimmy, but it's clear that he's similar enough to Chuck's straight-arrow approach in terms of being uncomfortable with all of Jimmy's excesses. So it was a surprise to see him want to hire Jimmy, Urgh, Saul, to the law firm, and even more of a surprise to see Saul respond with the petty and cowardly anonymous vandalism, since he seemed to have respect for Howard previously. But this is yet another marker on the road to the Saul Goodman that we first saw in Breaking Bad. Number three, how's Nacho going to play this off? We didn't see the cartel double agent in the last episode, but his fingerprints were all over the plot to save Gus's operation from the DEA. It worked, but now the work of evading a suspicious Lalo will get tricky. Number two, this might be as close as we've ever come to seeing Gus sweat. Everything could have blown up on him. One of the few downsides to this prequel is knowing how events will turn out based on what we saw on the parent show, so we did know basically that everything would turn out okay for him, but it's very possible that what we saw of him under extreme pressure will be a precursor of developments to come. Number one, something's going to have to give with the push and pull in Kim's psyche. Her soft spot for the underdog looks like it's going to be her undoing with Mesa Verde now that she's arranged for Saul to represent the homeowner that they displaced. This can't end well for her cushy legal business, which wouldn't be a problem if she fully embraced Jimmy's dark side in the form of Saul Goodman, and joined him in business as he's long been dreaming of. But we know that Kim's incapable of doing more than a slight feint and jab in the direction of this dark side, and it's something that she can't commit to. Because of these contradictions, she is now in the process of actively self-destructing and opening up a fascinating new chapter in the lineage of this great show. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.